0: This is the Resonance AI Podcast, conversations about the future of media. For our ninth episode, we spoke with Tracy Swedlow, editor-in-chief of Interactive TV Today and the executive producer of the TV of Tomorrow show. To begin, we asked Tracy some of the positive ways the pandemic has inspired content.
1: All these people doing theater and concerts and all kinds of events in, in many ways on Zoom, on other platforms. Some of it's probably buried on Roku somewhere. I mean, there's a huge amount of creativity going on. And this, this reminds me of the early days of YouTube when everybody was playing with annotations which built interactivity into the platform. Uh, that's another story. But uh, I, also we've seen a huge amount of, uh, of clever production management to deliver original content in a pandemic so that uh, you know people are, have been able to create original programming but control it with a lot of coronavirus tests and keeping people isolated on production shoots and isolating them in casinos so that they can shoot things inside those massive buildings. There's a lot of creativity going on. I would also say that this is a really great opportunity for marketers uh, and people in the measurement tracking business to compare what, the viewing universe was like before coronavirus and what it's like, you know, now, and what it's like as it sort of, as we ease out of it, you know, a little bit, and people go outside their homes. Um, So there's this massive, like, difference in, you know, habits and, uh, and how, and, you know, the times that people watch and, you know, how people shifted their interests and things like this. So I think that's going to be uh, a huge opportunity for creative interpretation and promoting ourselves a little bit, events, conferences, tech conferences, look at CES, right? Uh, TVOT, TV of show. we've had to reinvent ourselves completely. Um, and we've become basically a TV app, right? We're gen- basically creating an entire schedule in late April for an entire week of programming a- about the TV industry. So, and and we have to do it with little mini bugs and commercials and reels and sponsor messages and speaker moments and all kinds of stuff. So tech conferences, I've had to completely pivot. No, all conferences are having to pivot to being TV oriented or Zoom oriented or, you know, online video oriented. That's a massive transformation.
0: Yeah. So I guess, you know, one of the questions is, and you... you probably have your, your finger on this pulse more than most people is how much of this is we did what we needed to do during these times and how much of this is, well, this is how we do it from now on.
1: I, I think everything is going to have to be hybrid. You know, events are going to have to be hybrid from now on. Nothing's going to be only in person anymore. People have gotten wise to, the 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 new tools out there and how to deliver content across many different outlets. Everybody's had to kind of ramp up so fast to be able to handle the huge, you know, interest in video content or the the or change their business practices to support people working at home. Everything has changed. And so I don't think it's going to go back to normal. I think it's going to be it's a it's changed forever.
0: I've been speaking with a lot of people about the theater-going experiences disappearing, changing, et cetera, et cetera. So many people I've spoken with, and it tends to be there's there's certain people I've spoken with who just you know view the theater as going to to the movie theater is such a hallowed experience or such a, a you know an event, and the younger you get, the less important that seems.
1: Well, first of all they destroyed it many many years ago when they started creating these quadruplex you know movie th- theaters right they're shrinking the screen and once in a blue moon you'll go like down in the south bay right here in in the bay area san francisco bay area you'll go down to san jose and they've got um or it was at Mon- uh, mountain view they've got one theater if it's even still there that's really huge Or we had i remember there was a star wars Uh, debut many, many years ago and for like the number four movie or something and you know, there's like 2,000 people in the room at least but you can't do that anymore
0: TV has been fairly isolated you know, it's either you or you and your family or you know, close friends, etc whereas film is, you're usually enjoying it with a big crowd of people Um, Is that... Are we are we losing something by not having that communal experience with film?
1: Well, you know, all digital technology has completely democratized storytelling, so it's not even film anymore, right? It's movies or it's all kind of the same thing. You you watch something for an hour and a half, or you watch something episodically. It's it's lost its importance, and you know the the all these award programs are losing audiences. So yeah. It's massively eroded the importance of film. I think it's sad because and I also think it's part of the the fault of these huge broadcast studios you know they don't treasure the wealth of content they have. they're just all about delivering you know the latest content and then shuffling the long tail content the old movies the whatever it is they're you know to the side um and and for those people who Will only subscribe to CBS because they might want to watch, you know, old series of, of Star Trek or the old movies that came out of Paramount or whatever it is. There are those people who, who want that old stuff. But the like Warner Media when they merged with AT&T, they cut FilmStruck, right? And FilmStruck was this fantastic OTT app that treasured, and honored. Great classic films and great independent films, and created a community experience where you could find out more and hear what various filmmakers thought, and you know, uh, hear about in, you know interviews of other people. You know, there there is no forum today unless you're in film school, where people who love film can enjoy film together, or at least in a in a sort of context where you where you understand why this film is so important. What is this writer or filmmaker or, you know, the auteur trying to say? And so they've dumbed it all down. They got rid of metadata for the most part, except for like, if you know that X-Ray even exists on Amazon Prime, you know, you get some metadata, but they, they have lost the, the opportunity, or at least they, they haven't found it, you know, the opportunity to celebrate why people love great filmmaking.
0: So, with the diminishment of film or the 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 way that film is changing, sort of how you've seen everything moving, what is the state of broadcast?
1: That universe is massively changing right now. and uh, we actually cover the, this whole topic all the time at all of our conferences and on our my own show called Television Nation. Um, And what's happening is that the government um, and with various working groups are, you know, have created this, this thing called ATSC 3.0, which is a technology. Now it's been rebranded as next gen TV and it is enabling broadcasters to deliver data over the digital terrestrial antennas to local stations. And uh, so that you can get, you know, high quality television. And then there's a back channel. Uh, through the internet. And of course, when 5G becomes um, more available, you'll have a really fast back channel. So there are local news stations popping up all over the country. And it's this year has we have already seen in in the last six months, we've seen a rapid uh, series of launches um, of, of, you know, brightening up lighting up these local TV stations so that they can deliver high quality, you know, HD, broadcast content over the air, OTA, you know, to local to the local communities, so that uh, the broadcasters are basically bypassing the cable middleman, middlewoman, and going direct to consumer. And this is a huge sea change. This is a massive revolution for the broadcast industry. And just today, actually, which is pretty exciting, um, and I've been asking about this for like years now, um, the ATSC is basically saying that they are embracing data casting with, with this technology to deliver distance education. And I, you know, I've been wondering about this for a long time. When are we gonna be able to get TV and video content and educational content delivered without having to use wifi, without having to use cable, without having to use satellite, direct to people at home so that they can have, you know, a, 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 a great TV experience, but also an educational, you know, distance learning opportunity. So this is going to massively change. Hopefully sooner rather than later, it's going to take a while. And I I fully expect corporations to come in and take over, but you know, um, that's a great development.
0: What do you see as some of the upcoming trends in media that maybe not everyone is aware of?
1: um well i am just like all of those broadcasters um or you know uh, operators like sinclair and tegna and all these kinds of companies they are they are going to be innovating aggressively uh, into, um into the local news stations and you know delivering not only your local news but all kinds of content content about your your community hopefully this will help local advertisers local restaurants as the As the economy reemerges, I really hope this will go hand in hand. Other trends, I would say, I think more and more people are going to watch more um, uh, alternative news sources. I think people are getting upset about how siloized the mainstream news outlets are and how people have picked sides. And I think people are seeking out their own sources of news all over, you know, the place, whether it's text or, uh, you know, news people on YouTube who have a strong voice and a platform and a particular point of view. Uh, You know, I I really think that people are becoming more and more educated about where they get their news. I think more movies are going to be released online first, right? We saw a few this last, you know, last six months, Hamilton and Disney stuff and Warner, you know, made their big announcement with HBO. I think um, we will see more of that.
0: Obviously, a lot of content creators, as you're saying, are, are figuring out new ways. People are becoming content creators that maybe wouldn't have been without these changes. Um, as far as the the people sitting at home and the way you know we watched TV, the way we went out to movies just a couple of years ago, how are we different as as the audience?
1: we um we're constantly searching and we're navigating between platforms. I know a lot of people, uh, including myself, are, are finding more and more of the content they want on YouTube, as well as these niche video providers. I think people are becoming more discerning and, and and finding things that interest them and then following up and finding those video channels, maybe on YouTube or elsewhere, that interest them. So as an audience, I think we're empowering ourselves, educating ourselves, Finding other communities and people to subscribe to, you know, and I, I, I think it's actually been um, a very positive thing in many ways for people who are able to do all this, who aren't suffering and struggling and can't can't find food. So actually, you know, I'm speaking about the people who are able to work from home. I mean, I would say, you know, audiences at home who 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 have no money, you know, I think they are. Um, are deleting a lot of these apps that are costing too much money perhaps or maybe we're being much more selective in, in terms of what they watch. TV is a lifeline though. That goes that goes in between everybody no matter what sort of level of poverty or wealth that you happen to you know, represent, right? TV seems to have been the backbone, the thing that has kept everybody sane.
0: The Resonance AI Podcast is produced by Random Inkara and, and Shane Malin. It's hosted and edited by Shane Mailing, and our music is by Damian Johnston. To learn more, go to resonanceai.com.